0: I don't know, man, like, this, this, this is the way it's gonna be. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of What the Heck Was That? Well, on this week's episode, where, oh where, oh where do I go? I found myself going down a rabbit hole of thoughts, and I find that this is the best podcast for those thoughts, and generally this is a bad podcast best podcast to clearly get my points out without worrying about too many people responding to them incoherently. And I didn't want anybody else involved with these thoughts, because honestly, sometimes the mind only drives you in a direction that others can't completely understand. So where are my thoughts heading? My thoughts are heading to... What the fuck is wrong with this world, man? Why is it genuinely okay for people to think that their sexual indiscretions are nothing but indiscretions? Now, I'm not talking about perversities where people have kinks or things that they enjoy with other adults. I'm talking about this thing that's occurring now where there are more and more adults who find themselves in positions of attraction and connections with those who are not adult. And I find that the general idea of that is sickening and it seems to be okay in the mainstream if you honestly think about it because there are so many people and so many it's not just older people being attracted to younger people and that being given basically a pass as long as they say they're sorry and start some kind of a repentance it's not just that repentance or it's not just that it's the situational moments where these popular people are putting themselves in positions to do things and get themselves caught up in situations, it makes absolutely no sense. Why are you okay with having people around you who are doing indecent and inappropriate things to the point where it harms the, uh, the other person? And then why is it okay for you to disappear into oh i will look into myself i know that this wasn't right and uh, where's the actual penance for it you lose a couple sponsors you be good job well done you lost something happy for you but that's not penance it's not i know the mistake of another is not the mistake of the person who is involved with it But at the same time, your mistake is layered in the actions of the people you decide to have around you. So for those people who are committing atrocities and you're befriending them and putting them in the spotlight that their atrocities get out there more and more. Guess what? You have as much culpability as anybody else. So, but the part that I find myself so just fixated on is this indecency that's occurring more and more where and I can't even say more and more because as old as I am I've heard stories that happened when I was younger of the same situations that are more publicly seen now. I've heard the horrible tales of things that happened. There are plenty of people my age who have Horrible memories of things that happened to them of someone who took advantage of them. Like, these thoughts and these situations and these moments are insane. They're insane. What kind of sickness have we delved ourselves into as humans that this is a norm? That so much of this is okay in the mainstream or excused or hidden Or not found justice for oh for a long time if a woman got raped it was what it was oh you you asked for it look how you dress look how you didn't are you giving me the same excuse for when a child gets raped or when a child gets harmed and I apologize to anybody who's sensitive about this kind of topic and doesn't want to hear it, but at the same time we have to be putting ourselves in the forefront of it to understand that it's continuously happening more and more and more all over the world. Do you really and truly believe that the kids who are disappearing across the United States are disappearing to better places? Or just dying? Dude, there's a sex trade out there that's ten times worse than anything else. And I'm not trying to be the conspiracy theorist. I'm trying just to see the picture of things that have already been shown to us. Like, Jeffrey Epstein was real. Those little girls were real that he brought over. Or boys. All of that is really happening across many continents. You will find little boys and little girls who are used in this... And disposed of. Like. They say. The joke for a long time. Not a joke. But the saying for a long time. The oldest profession in the book. Is prostitution. It's. it, And you know. The next thing worse. Is that child prostitution. Has been around for even longer. It's It's on the same scale. Of the amount of time. That it's been spoken about. And it's been done. This is repulsive, and you would think the media would want to latch on to the things that have been shown bad, but there's so much more focus on the nuance of what political party is better than the other. Why the fuck does that matter in these kind of moments? When the families and children and people are being harmed on a daily basis, it matters more to you whether or not you're right or left. It matters more to you whether or not someone supported a bigot or didn't. Like, why isn't it a universal stance to say children being harmed is wrong? A spanking, though, it's not what I'm speaking about. I mean physically, mentally assaulted to the point that there might be no return from them, even with the ability to bounce back from childhood. Even with that. What, why can't that be a universal wrong? Why can't that be something we all hold to and latch on to? Because it hasn't been. Politicians want to protect their ilk because if one gets brought down for something, they have a fear that the rest of them will be brought down for something else. Um, I hate to tell you this, but the church protected how many priests over the years for doing the stupid shit that they did? Like, you believe in faith? You have faith over the idea of God? Great. Don't bullshit me in the talk of what the church is or isn't. Don't try me in the talk of what politicians are or aren't. Yeah, there are good ones. But in the majority, like, have you seen how sick A majority of them are. And then just the regular people with wealth. Because wealth, power, you know, it corrupts absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. There are so many things that are so disturbed and sickening about what is currently happening And it's only spoken about in moments like this for five seconds. I could go on for the next 10 minutes, but I don't think it'd be worth it because then what? You'll have somebody who will argue the other side. You'll have somebody who'll fight for, oh, he was mentally wrong. Oh, he should get help. Oh, yeah, yeah. at some point he should have gotten help. When you arrested him the first five times, that's when he should have gotten help. But now that he's been hiding it for 20 years, no, it's not about getting help. It's about punishment. This person should pay for the harm and hurt and things that they have done long term. I get it. Look, someone who's abused for 20 years turns into an abuser. I'm sorry to say they are now an abuser. They're not only the abused. Yes, at some point they were, but they have been transformed into what they are now. Like, you can't... Getting them help at this point will not help. You can't rehabilitate everybody. You can't fix every single person. You can't adjust every mood. You can't, you know, find a way to make... This is a repulsive action, docile in any way. We are stuck in a moment where the future of so many things is held right here in all our hands. And it doesn't... it, It feels like it's being thrown under the rug over and over and over again. It's scary. It's a scary thought. I have a child. And I fear... That more than I fear anything else that he could go through. And the second fear I have is that I have a child who's part black and has a Muslim last name. Arabic last name. My apologies. Like, that's a scary proposition for the future, but I fear the chances of him getting kidnapped and used for these sex traits more than that. You know what that's like for a father to fear that being a possibility and then to think about bringing in more children into the world? All of this is terrifying. And I would love to sit here and make every single one of these so lighthearted and stupid and random and fun and just enjoyable. But there's so many moments of fear that if you don't get it out, you're going to be so stuck in what it is and I don't want to be stuck in that fear for the rest of my life I want to accept what it is and find a way to move forward from it and through it but I also want to not have to fear it forever but human beings are sick I make the joke that I don't want to be around people anymore but it honestly isn't a joke people are disturbed and twisted and wrong more than they are anything else, you would think that they would just be good. It's the easiest thing in the world to say. Just be good. Just be decent. Just be somewhat of a pleasure to have on a daily basis to be around. Just, you know, attempt to be the best person you can be in the most normal of situations that present themselves in front of you. But so few accomplish those things. So few actually come out on the other side going like, oh, I'm a good person, in and out. Someone being a bit perverse in the things that they enjoy in the privacy of their home with another adult isn't wrong. It's part of experimentation between two people who care enough to put themselves in those situations and trust enough to be there long term. Someone pushing someone else into a situation that has no explanation for them and that harms them more long term than anything else, that's wrong. That's a hard pill to swallow. You have to understand the difference in these things. And the first thing we have to do is accept that there is one. Like there's so many things that are done now and we accept the other side versus the side that actually shows us the truth. It's it's the, the rabbit hole of all the things that happen and all the ways that we have been manipulated over the years. Guess what? When it comes to politics, I don't trust either side as far as I can throw them. I just don't want the extreme of either side to be the ones that control the narrative. Because each extreme are as bad as each other. There's no other way of putting it. When you get to that point, you're no more better than the other side to that point. You aren't. And it's been so okay for one side's extreme and another side's extreme to be the norm now. It's, but it's disturbing because all it ends up being is that everybody protects everybody from their own sick little twisted fantasies of what should be and what isn't. Like, there are so many issues that could be solved better. With the idea of being decent versus every other idea we compel ourselves to be. When I think back on learning history and learning the Constitution and learning the United States of America and learning independence and learning all these things, I see flawed, ill-thought-out situations for people in control who had never had power. I see moments where they fought for the idea of what could be better but failed because of the idea of what was. But they layered the ability for the future to change their mistakes. Not to erase them, not to quantify them, not to excuse them, none of that. To accept that the mistakes were made and it was human to make them, and then be able to adjust them. That's what I see when I look at our history in the United States of America. I see a document that was made and built to create a future that they couldn't see but thought was possible. And i'm scared that that's not a part of who we are anymore and it goes back to these principles of thoughts where we're okay with hiding these sick people from being prosecuted or being hanged or being told that they did wrong because it protects a minority which is in control now because if you find one person in power who did something sick you'll find seven or eight more who did something along the same lines. And they don't want that out there. They don't. But there's a system in place that was created to be able to defend against these things, but we're too busy fighting with ourselves every five seconds that we'll never take advantage of what this system was created to do. We allow momentary disagreements to become... Long-term fixations on how bad one side is versus the other. And we take our eye off of what the true evil is. We stop caring, what about this evil? What about that evil? Because we create other evils which aren't. And we keep doing that and we keep doing that. Like one of the biggest things that I think this country has created is the delusion and the belief that those who believe in God and those who don't or those who are agnostic are evil to each other. If you believe in God and I don't, then you are evil because you don't. If I believe in God and you don't, then you are evil because I do. Think about that. We created these moments of distrust and pure evil for for each other because we disagree on our own belief systems, and we have taken no time at all to see the other side. An atheist at their core will rather break down and tell you how bad the church and the belief in God is versus understanding why there might be some people that find that faith and God are important on the other side the church and people who believe in God will tell you how bad and twisted it is that there are people who will walk around and tell you not to believe in anything of the such that those are the true evil people when their own books and scriptures tell them that every man can be good in their own right and on the other side They were raised in a system that, yeah, while it has some flaws, also had a lot of good things that helped out many, many people. When you create evil by sides, you forget to look at the evil that's in front of you. And we've stopped looking at the evil that's in front of us, the sick people who want to take control, and we started only looking at each other as the evil. There are some evil within us, within the people that we are, but we don't care enough about seeing that evil for what it is. We only care enough to see why we don't agree with it and that being the evil part. That's what we end up driving ourselves towards. It's honestly insane. And it's, it's a circle. That's what it ends up being. It ends up being a vicious and disturbed circle and cycle where we're just wondering when we're going to die versus how we're going to live. I wake up most days worried about my finances because I don't make enough to truly be on the higher end of success. For what this world has now defined it to be. It's concerning. It's disheartening. But I wake up every day still hoping for there to be a way out of it. And still trying to find that. And I wake up every day worried about the same thing I told you guys earlier. My son. Please don't lose him. Please don't. Have him fall into a situation where I can't be there to protect him or be there to defend him or be there for him. They say the hardest thing a parent can go through is to outlive their child. And it's not because you are older than your child or you are, you know, yeah, you get to live more day. It's simply because that means you did not protect them. That means you failed at the one thing you told yourself, you could not fail at. And that is the hardest thing a parent ever has to go through. The belief that simply because of the the fact that they lost their child, they have failed in the only thing that makes them who they are. And I think that it's more than that. The fact that we are failing so many children now and allowing so many children to go through so many hardships, we've all failed as parents in some way or another. I don't know if I can continue this. This is... I told you, sometimes my thoughts will drive me to something that's a little bit more fun, and sometimes my thoughts will drive me to things that are a little bit more disturbed. And this just happens to be along the lines of a little bit more disturbed. It's... It's a scary proposition to have to think about any portions of this. I don't even know if I want to put it out. Uh... I probably will, because it deserves... You have to hear the different perspectives on the same kind of thought. Well, no, the same kind of idea. And the idea is the sickening thoughts of regular humans on a day-to-day basis. It's disturbing only because it feels normal now. the more stories I see, the more normalized it feels. And that probably is the scariest proposition of it all because, to me, the more and more it gets normalized, the more I think that that's the ploy. Like, the more you normalize something, the less people will have an emotion that drives them one way or the other. Because they'll just have an indifference to it kind of what's begun to happen in this country with school shootings and things like that people have a general indifference to it and the idea of having a general indifference to children being abused harmed and used in a sex trade is sickening pure and simple it's sickening and it's just something I, I can't imagine long term being a way to live in my own head. I can't imagine it being long-term for anybody to live in their own heads. It's a disturbed world we have chosen to reside in and allow to be the way it is. No other way around it. The people as a whole The financial minority, because not minority by skin color or anything, the financial minority. The financial minority decided one day to stop. To not contribute to the system that has created the financial majority. Don't you just wonder what that would be like? That might be one of the greatest days in human existence. Putting a real fuck you to those above. Just one day of nothing. Don't do anything, don't use anything, don't buy anything. And it's not a protest against one company, it's a protest against all of them at once. Could you imagine that being a thing that takes over for one solid day? That would be impressive that would also be very very scary to a lot a lot of those in control and power yep government corporations you know billionaires all of that will get hit at once and that would be something that you could look at and say no nope, but I'm proud we did that, and that would be a message that we would get across in the way our forefathers did to create this country, but that's a hypothetical, it's a wish, all of it's a wish, honestly, I thank anybody for listening, I appreciate you guys for having done so, I enjoy doing this. I don't know when I'll be back to do this again. This one was a little heavier than I even expected. I just needed to get this out with everything I've been seeing. Yo, yeah, oh man, it's disturbing and it makes me feel like utter trash at times. Appreciate anybody listening. I will catch you on the next one. Peace.